0: The hurricane is coming. You can feel it in the air. Anxiety starts to build. Pressure mounts. What is your plan of action? How will you navigate the storm? That's how it feels when you encounter a challenging supply chain crosswind. You seek to find the eye of the hurricane. That is where we live. event. Logistically speaking, we're at the center of it all. With more than 60 years of experience in logistics innovation, Dunavant is a family-owned business that has the knowledge to ensure global and domestic shipping practices are efficient and effective. Dunavant generates supply chain proficiency with outstanding, attentive, and expedient customer service. For more information, visit dunavant.com. everybody happy tuesday afternoon welcome once again to another episode of great quarter gals i'm your host kaylee nix here alongside me is grace sharky grace excited to get another episode because we missed you last week
1: i know i feel like it's been a couple weeks since we've been able to like actually do an episode together so we're back people we're ready to roll
0: we're back in better than ever. And last week, we actually had Melzy Wilson here from Donovan, who is our presenting sponsor for this month. So thank you to the folks over there for their support of our show. And thank you from Melzi also for popping in the studio and giving the great interview that she gave. If you missed last week's episode, you can find it online on demand on tv.freightwaves.com. Just search shows, Great Quarter Gals, and it's the most recent one up there but grace you're right it's been a couple weeks so let's kind of catch up what's going on in the world of gray sharky right now
1: oh well we got the serious radio show which is just so much fun you got to be a part of it too and i've really enjoyed uh filling up those segments with some really fun content uh over the last couple weeks and we have callers calling in now um a couple times a week so just steadily improving that too um and it's been really fun we had a A fun discussion with a driver yesterday on how to fix uh, permits with with Rachel Premack. So (laughs) it shows you just like what kind of weird conversations we can get into on the radio. And I'm glad that we're getting some really nice feedback from listeners as well. I feel like radio is a lot more casual than the
0: video, right? There's not as much pressure. You can kind of go off the cuff and say whatever you want. And I yeah. really felt that when I called in with you from San Diego talking about TIA. It was interesting because I think, I think that's the first time that I've been like interviewed on a FreightWaves platform. So it's a little flip of
1: the script for me. well i'm glad you enjoyed it and yeah i like to make it as casual as possible especially that time frame you know people are are leaving work i don't i want it to be business i want to update them on what's going on in the industry but i also want them to enjoy the show and, and have it be a little bit of entertainment for them as well so it's that fun juggling point of you know, uh, maybe a, uh, John Stewart or um, uh, some of our, our favorite uh, comedians out there that try to go between the news and, and comedy. That's the same way for me. I want to make it fun. I want to make it entertaining. But I want everyone to leave learning something at the end of the day.
0: So Catch Drive Time with Grace Shargi on Sirius XM 146. Subski Road Dog Network, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock every single day right there on Sirius XM. Grace, let's get into today's finance story of the day. We just finished out the first quarter, starting to kick off earnings season. Some companies beginning to report J.B. Hunt coming in strong, doing better than analyst expectations and still seeing just this incredible demand. Let's, let's break down their earnings report a little bit.
1: Yeah. And for this one, I did bring a prop, Kaylee, because I haven't got to show you this hat yet. But look at this thing. Isn't this the coolest hat you've ever seen? You absolutely I have hat to hat. wear that.
0: You have to wear that at future supply chain. <laughs> like no questions yeah
1: it's bedazzled i mean it's amazing right so yeah no shout out to jamie 360 for the swag that stuff's really cool uh but again you're right an excellent excellent quarter and a couple things i want to note on this right we're in this period where we've talked about intermodal rates are starting to equalize themselves towards ban rates and what's interesting is you have a player in this industry who can easily help navigate that for shippers right so as shippers begin to reconsider rail and how that can be involved within their supply chain jb's right there with the people that they need to to make that decision and offer them that capacity they just had that uh, agreement in partnership with BNSF to add more uh, containers and um, uh, rail to their fleet so i'm excited for that and The second thing I wanted to point out, too, which the wonderful Todd made and pointed out in his title, that small carriers could struggle, is that actually could be a good thing for J.P. I mean, they have 360, right? And 360 is there to help carriers that are either within their network or outside of their network that are looking for good partners to find loads. Uh, If this offers them that opportunity to continue to scale their business and continue to stay, you know, Profit, hopefully profit positive through this time. And when I was at Mats, I got to sit with a number of JB three hundred and sixty employees and got to learn about exactly what the app offers to carriers. And I mean, there's incredible fuel incentives. Um, It shows them where there's places to sleep, places to rest at night. It gives carriers the opportunity to really continue to keep their business going during these times so as they pointed that out i thought it was funny like they pointed that out within their earnings call but at the same time that's actually a positive for them because they do offer some type of of service to those small carriers who might need help during these times
0: and so let's break out some of the numbers from that earnings report because they, they did really, really well. They beat analyst ex- estimates by about $0.35 cents coming in with revenue per yeah. share. I, th- I believe it was $2.29 in two dollars Monday yesterday after market close, which is, is good yeah. to, for them to beat analysts by $0.35. Cents. That's, that's a good call out.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, They had a 7% increase in uh, loads intermodal over the quarter, while everyone else within the class one railroads fell during that time. Uh, Loads were down 1% year over year in January, but then went up 17% and 6% in March during the time where we started to see these, these falls in demand. So, you know, we talk about excellent female leadership on this show week over week and I know we talked about how much we love our girl Shelly Simpson <laughs> over there but the work she's done to really create this incredible uh, multimodal entity at JB um, and the technology so she's pushed behind it this right here this call I think really show showcase that work and on the
0: the earnings call as well. Shelly called out this performance for J.B. Hunt saying that this demand is the strongest demand environment that she's seen in her 27 years there. So for someone in leadership to call that out and say, you know what, this market is great for us. It's incredible on the intermodal side for demand. And, you know, they're just going to keep taking
1: it to the bank is what it looks like. Exactly. And the, the most upsetting thing that they had to say was the fact that small carriers are going to struggle. But once again, They've got an app there for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an app for that. I think there used to be an Apple commercial like
0: that. So... <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to earnings season, of course, Todd Maiden here at Freight Waves heads up our earnings coverage. You really can't beat earning coverage from Todd and his team. So head to FreightWaves.com. We're going to be reporting on Q1 earnings for 2022 as they continue to come out. Grace, I want to now turn to our guest for the day because I think that this is someone that you've definitely wanted to talk to for a while. Emily is someone that I've wanted to talk to for a while as well. So we're excited to welcome Emily Weiser, who is a Senior Vice President of Integrated Sales at Redwood Logistics. Emily, thank you for joining us on Great Quarter Gals and for being here with us today. Thank you, ladies. So excited to be here. So let's just kind of get into yourself and your career with with Redwood Logistics. Talk us through a little bit about joining Redwood, what you do there, and what you're involved in with the company. Of
2: course. So I've been with the company for about 20 years, um, which is I. try to say like most of my life. Um, But, you know, I kind of, I graduated from college. I was a journalism major, really had no idea what I wanted to do, but knew that I loved being in front of people. Um, I was very personal. I loved talking and um, kind of gravitated towards the idea of maybe doing sales and paired up with Redwood. At that point, we were a TSG and, you know, kind of the rest is history as far as how I've, you know, how long I've been there, but um, I've always been on their customer facing side, really putting the effort into how do we make our customers successful and how do we find the right solutions within our own organization um, to offer, you know, and and to put out there to shippers. And I love all the things that you guys were saying before this, right? Because there's there's a win for everyone and, um, you know, focusing on the smaller companies, the mid-level companies, the smaller carriers, the larger carriers. I think trying to balance all of that is where I've found a lot of success and how I've kind of evolved within our organization. Um, currently, I sit on the Redwood platform services team, really focusing in on Connect and L Pass, which are some of our innovate forward future, forward future uh, thinking type things that we're selling here today. So um, I love it. I love everything about this company. I love the the family environment. I love the way that we um, put customers first. So that's kind of how we've always looked at things. Um, so I'm very excited to still be a part of this organization.
1: I love that you brought
2: up Pass
1: because honestly it was one of my favorite announcements that you guys made last year. Um, it's the perfect way of introducing this industry as a whole to this SaaS type of environment and how important integrations can be and how technology should truly be stacked within the industry as a whole. Um, For you, how have have customers responded to this technology and how has Elpas worked with your customers and and shippers since it released? I want to say it was October of last year.
2: Yeah. So I think to be transparent, some people saw it and they're like, "What is this? Right? What is this new thing? This new, future <laughs> forward thinking astronaut on the screen type thing." So, um, but I think just the the creativity behind it and the idea of trying to bring um, technology and logistics together and just really filling that void. So at Redwood, our thought is, um, how can we be an open ecosystem? Right? How can we be that environment that helps customers find value no matter where, no matter what they're bringing to the table, no matter what we're offering, you know, and kind of bringing and procuring in for them. Um, So that's really where we thought that the the gap could be filled. So we've had a lot of good responses. We actually just held um, a customer advisory board last week specifically kind of rolling out the roadmap and and what El Paso looks like. And um, I think a lot of the feedback is this is needed, right? We want to be in kind of that agnostic world where we don't feel like people are force feeding us things. Um, So I I think we're in a good space. I think it's continuously evolving and uh, the partners that we're bringing into the fold, that's the other thing that I think is so important specifically about Redwood is that we're really looking to make sure that it's a partnership, right? So there are possibly applications or different TMSs or different systems that you want to work with that maybe you haven't had the opportunity to, or you don't have the infrastructure to put that all together. And we're there to kind of bring that all in the fold for you. Um, And vice versa, right? So a lot of these shippers have partners that they're already working with. So they kind of do the introduction for us. And it's kind of a bilateral referral there as well.
0: Emily, I like that, that mention about not force feeding people this technology that's coming out, because I feel like especially in times where freight tech is booming, there's something new every day hitting the market, right? And it's kind of like, see the shiny thing, come take it. How do you manage that from both a sales and a marketing perspective to generate interest around a new product like Elpass or interest around integrating something like that into an existing tech stack without making it feel like you're just shoving something else at the client or the customer?
2: I think we have to work on what is the best solution, right? We want to make sure that they're finding value. That's the most important thing, right? And you bring in all these systems and you need to ensure that you're getting some sort of ROI out of it. Um, so it really just comes down to how do we find the value together? So I know that there were going to be times where maybe this isn't your best option, right? There's I don't want to mention any sort of names, but you know, there's so many different applications out there, like you said, and some of them are the the brand new ones and it's the the shiny toy. Let's go after them, but maybe they don't actually do exactly what you need. So let us help you, you know, like let us educate you on maybe what the best solution is so that you find that right value. So it's, again, it comes down to the, the partnership, making sure that we're you know walking alongside each other and helping each other kind of understand the needs and then the solution on top of that i
1: was uh, sitting in a webinar the other day that talked about how a lot of especially in freight tech companies struggle with uh, they, they'll get a new customer but they struggle to help them see the the full offering of that and something like Elpas, right where you can continue to add on how do you work with your customers to like Um, make sure that you're not, I guess, onboarding them too quickly so that they're getting full value of every piece of technology that you can provide them.
2: So it's it's definitely evolving, right? So like you said, we just rolled this out last year um, and there are different phases and, you know, we use Redwood Connect, which is obviously the proprietary middleware there that's plugging and playing all of these pieces, but um, it's our responsibility to make sure that we're marketing things correctly and that we're educating our customers. Um, And, you know, I keep going back to showing them the correct value, but I think to your point, it's just, it's our responsibility to make Sure, that when things change or when the product changes or when there's a you know an upgrade or a, um, something moves along with the product, that we're again walking alongside our customer to get the best usage out of those things. I love all
0: the conversation about tech that we get to have on this show but I also like get, getting to know I'm not our guests. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, I mean I it's still it's still the freight tech, you know, but I also like to get to know our guests a little bit on a deeper level and I know that you're involved in a bunch of stuff outside of just the El Paso side of things at Redwood. So let's kind of talk about your involvement with some of the social programs and some of the advocacy programs that Redwood participates in. What type of things does the company do and where do you kind of fit into these different programs?
2: So uh, we have, we are now about 30% females within our organization, which is huge. It's really, really, yes, exactly. Um, But, you know, being in the first 15, 20, people within our organization. There were not a lot of females. I would say that I was kind of the lone female for quite a bit of time. Um, so it's been really important to me to not only encourage women to come into Redwood, but just to come into the industry, right? So really kind of see what supply chain is all about. Um, and then once you get them into the industry, how do you build out that tenure? How do you keep them there, help them kind of find their trajectory or understand what their career path could look like? So, At Redwood specifically, we spend a lot of time trying to build out mentor programs, trying to do, uh, we do Women in Logistics, which is an annual event that we do that we try to get females from both inside the organization and outside to network. Um, We bring in a, a panel of speakers, and try to focus on what are kind of relevant topics, right? So, you know, two years ago, everyone was at home, which I am now working in my kitchen still, um, and trying to balance life in general with your kids running by, right? And how do you do that? So we, we spent a lot of time really kind of narrowing in on those topics that are kind of like game changers for females in all industries right now, but um, how that kind of pertains to supply chain and how you can use that to your advantage. Um Outside of the organization, I am a member of Chief, which is a you know a private membership networking organization for women, um, kind of in executive leadership roles. And it's really about trying to help um, create support systems and networking in all industries, not just supply chain. But it's really important. You hear a lot of great messaging there. Um, they just had Sarah Blakely, who's the creator of Spanx, which I'm sure every female is aware of what that is, um, but come in and just kind of talk about what it's like to be in a power seat and what her career path looks like and where to stay focused. So I try to take stuff like that and bring it back into Redwood and just, you know, keep passing that message along. And maybe it's not the right industry for you, but I think if you're looking in the right places and, and putting your head down and doing the work that it's, it's, it's a good place to be. Definitely. We, uh,
1: we talk a lot uh, about getting more women into that executive level Um, for someone like yourself, who's is really starting is getting there now. What do you think helped get you there? And what could others learn from your journey? Um, Whether it's maybe different mentors you've had or steps that you've individually have taken? How could they learn from you to get into these, these higher roles that someone like yourself isn't today?
2: Well, I I said before, you know, keep your head down and kind of like work. I mean, that's always been my motto, right? Like you have to put in the effort to be able to get to where you are, male or female. I mean, I really, I feel that way. Um, You know, I haven't had a ton of female mentors within my own organization, but I've had great support across the board, no matter what. And I think you got to take chances. You have to understand where you think you can be successful, understand what the qualities are you can bring to the table. Um, And kind of know that balance where, you know, I may be good at this, but am I, could I do this and and understand? But most importantly, take the chances, right? Ask the questions, try to be involved. Um, The worst you're going to hear is no. And then, you know, you can push the conversation there. And obviously, that's that's definitely something that I do on a regular basis. Most people probably think I'm a little bit too outspoken at times, but I think it's really coming (laughs) Coming down to do you wanna do you wanna move into that next role? How do you get to that next role? Do you understand what that next role entails? Things like that. So speaking
0: of next yeah. roles and next steps, what are you guys looking at in at Redwood for some goals or some offerings maybe coming out later in 2022? What what are you guys up to in the near term future?
2: Oh goodness. Um I have a feeling we're gonna have a lot of MA coming <laughs> up here, right? So um you know, we have we have some big changes. We have some things that will probably get announced here in the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll see. Um, we need to really kind of focus in on sustainability, right? So there's some, some big thoughts around that. Um, Redwood Connect, the next versions, right? The kind of like self-involved application versions are, are going to be rolling out here soon. So there's a, a lot of good stuff. Got to keep it a little hush-hush somewhat, but... Um, I know that our, our path is on the right direction, I think, at this point, And we really are kind of focusing on a, where we think customers are going to find the best value. Love that.
1: Right. Any I modes
2: of any...
1: Yeah, right. We just wanted all the Redwood tea. That's. <laughs> is there any offerings maybe that you're specifically looking to? I know that a lot of your MA work in the past year has been more towards almost like parcels, smaller um, type of shipments. Is there any maybe markets that uh, we could get some hint towards of like
2: where, where you're looking <laughs> at or maybe you could improve on as well? I mean, just with everything going on, it's so hard to predict anything, right? You know, so um, and that's, again, not to keep pushing on the Pass idea, but that, I think that's why we find that such a great success because we have the brokers right behind us. We have all the digital um, API work behind it. We have all these really strong pieces supporting all of this internally. Um, obviously, Mexico. You know, with with everything going on in, in every other part of the world, so many customers are offshoring, right? Bringing things to Mexico and doing yeah. all of that. So that that footprint for us has really, really grown in the last couple of years. Um, to your point, we did make the parcel acquisitions, two of them last year, and that that space has been significant for us. Um, We've had some really great wins, you know, kind of helping us partner with just the right shippers, um, evolving that solution here in the last couple months too. So I wish there was one specific thing that I could narrow it in on, but again, it's, it's back to that whole idea of thinking about your entire supply chain and where, where do you need to go to make sure that you're, um, you know, getting the best ROI out of what you have. Um, We can we can push technology all day because that is where things are going. But you still have to have those, you know, kind of hands on manual things behind behind the curtains type stuff, too. So um, I wish I had a better better answer there for you.
0: It's, it's great. It's
2: it's the holistic supply chain answer,
0: which yes, I think is what, yes. what everybody needs to hear. Well, Emily, it's been an absolute joy having you on with us today. Thank you so much for being a guest on Great Quarter Gals. If people want to reach out to you, maybe learn a little bit more about Redwood,
2: where can they go to do that? So you can um, e- email me directly, which I'll, I'll share the information. Obviously, you can go to the Redwood Logistics webpage. Um, you can connect through any of us on that webpage. I don't have a Twitter account, so I don't have a Twitter place for, for you to go. I'm not super social savvy. <laughs> LinkedIn LinkedIn that's Uh, my that's my social platform
1: (laughs) and we'll see you in Arkansas in a few weeks
2: yes yes I will be there very (laughs) excited very excited
0: we're excited to have you as well thank you again so much for joining us great to have you as always and we'll see you in Arkansas thank you so much take care you too All right, so we've also got to say a big shout out to Redwood, who has been an absolute instrumental part of putting on tons of virtual events here at FreightWave. So thank you to them for their partnership as well and sponsorship of our virtual events. And Grace, speaking of virtual events... You know, we're all hyped up for the future supply chain, 19 days, Rogers, Arkansas. But we've got another one coming up this week before that. We've got the Net Zero Carbon Summit touching on, as Emily mentioned, sustainability in the arena. I've got two fireside chats for this one, and I'm super excited about learning about it, especially because it's going to be on Earth Day. Are you excited or do you have any involvement
1: in this event as well? Yeah, I have two fireside chats as well. Uh, one in particular is with one tree planet and freight van, which is going to be a great one. It's an interesting way of looking at a a sustainability strategy and, um, that one should be really interesting. And another one with, um, AIT logistics, my favorites from back in the transmission (laughs) days as well. Love Matt over there. He does such a good job with that uh, company and, um, I think I I'm just excited. I, I think convoy Dan Lewis, right. Is going to be headlining that um, perfect for what they're working on and the initiatives that they're focused on. Um, I love, I mean, who doesn't love earth day? You know, I love, that's the reason I love Michigan. It's going outdoors the same way for you in Chattanooga, right? Like being able to enjoy this earth is one of my favorite pastimes. I love camping. Nothing else better than that. So um, it's, this one is a way for my hobbies to mix with what i do for a living so who doesn't love some content around earth day
0: (laughs) and speaking of dan lewis who's our keynote speaker for that friday's event we've actually got some big news from convoy getting ready to drop later on this week you're going to be on with him on freight waves now on thursday morning i believe so make sure that you tune into that at 9 a.m and then grace what else are you working on for the week got anything exciting coming up
1: Oh, man. Yes, we have a a, a really fun uh, announcement, more of a uh, growth for a certain individual at a fintech company. That will be announced uh, after today in a couple hours on my XM show. So I'm pumped about that. So check out that tonight. Um, I have We have a couple of races. It's funny. The first quarter was a little dead when it came to um, M&A and just a uh, raising funds in general but we're a couple weeks into this one and and it's already on fire my inbox is exploding so uh you'll probably be seeing a little bit more from me on freight waves now than you have the last couple uh months awesome (laughs)
0: well we love having you
1: we'll catch up with you
0: on thursday this week at 9 a.m on freight waves now thank you guys for being with us on this tuesday afternoon for great quarter gals we will catch you next week live at 3 p.m
1: (laughs) go!